Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's that's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. What's up, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners? I cannot believe we have reached the end of paradise. It seems at times it was a long time coming, and at times it seems like it just absolutely flew by. But Tia, I am so glad that you have been here by my side to recap each and every week. I couldn't have done this without you. Oh, it definitely made it go by way better. It's bittersweet. It has been so nice doing this with you, and I'm so excited for our guest today. I know. I can't wait. We have the happily engaged couple, Joe and Serena, the king and queen themselves, hopping <laughs> on very shortly. But until then, T and I have to go over, I mean, absolutely everything that went down in this finale because it was a long one. It was three hours. I cried so- a few times. I did too. It was emotional. It was good. It truly was. And I'm not really that much of a crier, but seeing these three couples who are not only in love, but who have become close friends and like family of ours, it was really special because, I mean, you and I were there with them day in and day out for most of the time until that very last day. And obviously, like, since then, we've talked to them, we've been able to hear their side. But until you're actually watching it back and witnessing what they say to each other and seeing the guys get down on one knee, I had chills so many times I was tearing up. I was holding Minnow on the couch, just squeezing her so tight. (laughs) It was so special to see it in person up close, but also... To see those sweet moments that we wouldn't get to see otherwise. Um, mm-hmm. 
it was a bittersweet for me to leave single, of course, and with you and Thomas having your ending. But I'm honestly so, so happy for all the couples that left together. It's just so nice to see and so amazing to see this franchise work because I know it can. Mm-hmm. And it did. It did. It did. It's it. I remember that last and well, not even the last day, like you and I had already left Mexico and one of the producers, one of my friends texted me and all she sent were the three diamond emojis. And I was like, <laughs> shut the front door, three engagements, because, you know, you never know. Like we all knew how strong all three of those last couples were. But you get down to that day and you don't know. One of the couples could have had cold feet. So I was maybe expecting two couples to get engaged not all three so when i got that text i think i was on the airplane because i had a super long delay coming back to the midwest i think i screamed and the guy next to me on the plane was like what the (laughs) hell um i know serena wasn't expecting it either i feel like serena was like i would actually be shocked if joe proposed so just seeing it all play out was so special Mm -hmm. and let's just get into those last moments because Obviously, we'll have Joe and Serena on to pick their brains and to kind of relive that last day. But you and I are friends with Kendall, and we had no idea that she was still there. We had no idea she had been in Mexico since she left and that she went down that last day. I I had texted her when I got my phone back, and I didn't hear from her for a couple days. And I was like, what the heck? Like, is she just... Does she just need time away from the franchise? What's going on? And then she texted me a few days after that and was like, so I stayed till the end and oh. had a conversation with Joe. And I was like, no way, what? And So um, she was probably sitting in her room for, what, a week? Two Close to a weeks, week maybe. Waiting to do Longer that? than a week, yeah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I, didn't, I really didn't know what she was going to say. I was like, she's either going to give her blessing or just be like, hey, I'm still into you. Don't do this. And I had to watch like through my fingers I was nervous Mm -hmm. yeah I just knowing Kendall though I know how hard it is and she's such a strong woman and she she never wants to I think burden anyone else and I think she is so respectful that she as hard as it was for her to fully and completely let Joe and what they had in their past relationship go I think in her heart of hearts she knew it was the right thing to do and she just You know, I know walking down that day, people thought like she was there to break up this engagement and break up Joe and Serena. And I don't think that was her intention. I really think she just went to give her full blessing and be like, yeah, here you go, my little bird. Now fly. Right. Um, I know. I'm glad Joe didn't get too distracted either, because I know that can rattle you a little bit to see someone mm -hmm. you had something so long and special with right before you're going to propose. Oh, Lord. I can't imagine. But Joe handled it well. I also actually did love Serena's reaction when they were standing up there in that in those last moments and joe's like yeah actually you know my ex just showed up and serena's like what are you lying like are you kidding but it was sweet because her first reaction was to see if he was okay you know not how she was feeling but she was like are you doing okay how are you and i thought that was really sweet it just is a testament to who they are as a couple in their relationship and how much they care about each other so um yeah seeing all of those couples have those last conversations in the fantasy suites was something really special i mean we saw two seconds of all of it i'm sure they had so much more time to just talk and unwind and like really let loose of everything they had wanted to talk about i mean i remember the fantasy suites how important they were um right so it's a pivotal moment but i mean the entire episode was filled with so much like we 
start the very again. beginning was kind of rough with Noah yeah, and we Abigail. See, we see that breakup take place. We see Abigail, you know, kind of break down. Um, it's like, I mean, cats out of the bag now. They're happy. They're back right. together. I love it's that okay. it showed that at the end. Mm-hmm. I want to get into the epilogue too, but before that, let's just go through everything. Yeah, so we, we kick off still at prom. Abigail and Noah leave separate. They left early. I remember waking up the next day and it just felt, obviously each week, the group gets smaller and smaller, but it just felt really somber that morning. Obviously, Dean and Kaylin came in and said that paradise is done. You have big decisions to be made. But even before that conversation took place, like the beach felt weird, right? Yeah. Well, we went into a rose ceremony too, didn't we? The next day. Oh, yeah. That was the day where it was like very yeah. quiet. You know, Noah was, it was such a very character. Strange. Noah was always laughing and like the loud, fun, funny one out of the group. And so to not have them there just felt really bizarre kind of yeah and the um cocktail party was canceled too mm-hmm. and wells comes in and is like okay this is the end of paradise you need to have serious conversations and i'm like i just got a rose from this buffoon Aaron, and you think we're gonna have serious conversations and then paradise is gonna be over like what is actually <laughs> going on that was such that last week for you, Tia, <laughs> was so random. You went through the ringer. You were just up and down and all over the place. But you kept such a good sense of humor. I mean, like, even until the last day, the very last conversation you and Aaron had. I had yoga pants on. I was ready for my flight. I'm like, can someone book me a flight out of here? I'm ready to go. I'm not what? having a serious conversation. You were ready to break up with him. All of us girls were <laughs> chatting. You're like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to end things. I'm going to tell him he's a nice guy and that I wish him the best. But like, we're just not for each other. Oh, yeah. And then we all of a sudden, he, like, he runs in and pulls you a whole seven feet. And I remember sitting there watching it. And we can, all of us girls, you were like, what the hell? You're doing this right now? It was the <laughs> fastest conversation. And watching Aaron and James leave together, we were like, this makes sense. This that was the entire legit. season. That actually it, happened. It was. And they like, were no- happy for it to happen. And we like, no one was really shocked that that happened. Of course, yeah. it's like funny and comedic and we're all like, what the hell just happened? But I don't think any of us were like, oh, we can't believe that. No, it wasn't shocking. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. All you can do is laugh. Had you and Thomas split or how? What I was no, we were one of the last breakups. Oh, I know okay. they showed it okay. first, but him and I went last. So Anna and James had already had their conversation. You and Aaron oh, okay. had already quickly exchanged seven words. Um, yeah. So you were gone, um, and I wasn't expecting Thomas to come pull me when he did. I thought I was gonna have way more time because I was so up and down of like, what the hell am I going to do right now? How do I even approach this conversation? Um, And so I was really kind of shocked when he pulled me. Um, It was just such a weird day. I feel like my headspace was so off. Um, Obviously, we see me end things with him. It was really tough. I know it showed that conversation seemed very brief. Like, it didn't seem that long. But we actually talked for quite some time. Um, well, it's very and this- serious at the end. It feels very real. And you have gone through this process multiple times before. And you're like, hey, if I'm not 100% sure, I'm not doing this. And I totally get mm-hmm. it. And I think Joe made a comment, too, about you had two very public breakups. And it's just scary to think about having to do that again. Yeah. And and that's something that I was very upfront the entire time with everyone of like, 
I if I don't feel 100% confident in my relationship or whatever partner I have in this, like I'm fine with choosing myself at the end and, and right. leaving. And that's, it was like this weird, I was like one foot in, one foot out. It's like I needed more of him. And in that very, very last conversation was when I actually got that. And I felt like in that moment, it was too little too late. But the one thing, well, two things that stuck with me was he was like, I don't want you to have any what ifs. And mm-hmm. of course, after him kind of opening up and breaking down and actually really saying how he felt about me and about like where he thought our relationship was and that he wanted to pursue something out of this. That's when I was like, oh, like he's actually really like serious and wants to do this. But I was already like my mind had already been made up. And so that's why I ran after him because I was like, I don't want him to think that this was just like a quick summer fling and that the feelings weren't there. Like, right. And when he hugged me goodbye, it was heavy. And so I left and he was like, have faith in me. Just like pick me, choose me, have faith in us. And no man has ever fought like that before. Like usually when you get to the end of a breakup, they're like, okay, go on your merry way. Like no guy has been like, pick me. You know, like the scene in, in uh, Grey's Anatomy, we're like, pick me, choose me, be with me. That's how it felt. And I was like, oh, okay. So I came back to the hotel. I actually, T and I had to sleep over that night because I was so sad. I got to the hotel and that's like when I really broke down. After- yeah, I just want to say he's not the only one that was emotional. You were very emotional. There was black stains on the bed. bed. I was like, what is this? And you were like, that's my <laughs> mascara. I've been crying. The bed was soaked. I'm like, my little baby. <laughs> Yeah, this was so hard on her. Yeah, you see some tough breakups. I mean, the Anna McKenna one. Oh, mercy. It was like, God bless him for trying. I think all of us <laughs> knew it wasn't going to work out, but you got to give I really the man thought props. she was going to, or he was going to convince her. He just kept going. I was like, he is going to convince this girl. He's a good salesman. He's, he convinced her to go in onto her date. Mm-hmm. He invited himself onto her date. He convinced her in that moment and then yeah he i mean he's good with his words he's such a sweetheart um i think ultimately with them though is she knew she's like look i've known you for less than a week i live in canada you live in florida this isn't gonna work uh so yeah they break up obviously james and anna ended things uh i didn't really see that one coming no i thought james and anna were going to Try to continue something outside yeah, of it. or at least say, hey, let's see how this works outside of this. I mm-hmm. don't think she expected that. So those were mainly it for the breakups. And then we see the three happy couples. God, it's just weird thinking that it's already done. Like, I know. It's nuts. It's freaking nuts. Um, And just to think, too, it is such a short period of time, but it's so crazy and cool to see these couples get so close. And they all said, I love yous. Mm-hmm. all of them i know kenny i wrote down he said several times he was worried about his age gap with mm-hmm. Mari, and then riley kept messing with marissa <laughs> i love that i was like i'm gonna slap him <laughs> for messing with her like that because he knows she stresses the hell out mm-hmm. um but joe and serena made me cry every time they were on screen yeah it's just Every couple is so different, too. It's like they all have this really strong love and these great connections and relationships, but they're all vastly different. Um, And to go into, I know, I want to talk quickly about the whole Kenny Mari age difference because I've seen a lot on social media and just out there about people just kind of bashing the age difference. And realistically, like, 
Joe we're and all adults. Age difference too. There's there's an age difference, yeah. Between I mean, a lot of the couples on the beach, and like at the end of the day, we're all adults. Like yeah. we all pick and choose who we want to be with, when we want to be with them. Like my parents had an eleven, wait, a nine year or an eleven year. They had a big age gap too, close to a decade age gap, and they had a beautiful relationship. And yeah, with all of those last three couples, like they're all very mature. Even though Serena's only twenty three, she is one of the most mature you would not know it no exactly She's i would so never well guessed. spoken mm-hmm. so yeah you know age is just a number it's just it's it's I, I don't think it needs to hinder any sort of relationship but i am glad that kenny brought it up because he did make a good point he's like i i don't want her to feel like she's ever missing out on her single 20s and 30s um but right Mari's also very mature. She's it's, and she. It's already unconventional, anyways. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like an age gap doesn't even mean anything when you get engaged after. This a is few the weeks weirdest down. social experiment that anyone can <laughs> yeah. ever go through. So you know, a ten-year age difference is nothing yeah, compared works, to everything else we go through. And it works. And it works. Yes. And uh, with that, we'll see firsthand just how much it works when we bring Joe and Serena on to Bachelor Happy Hour right now. Okay, you two, welcome to Bachelor Happy Hour. Serena, we've had you on before, but Joe, this is your first time. Um, Tia and I have been raving about you while we've been recapping because you guys obviously have been one of the fan favorites of this entire season, but we just love the two of you so damn much. So we're so excited to have you sit down. Um, to begin, welcome. Show off that ring, Serena. Yay, you can finally wear it. It is so That's big. So you also exciting. just have like very tiny fingers to begin with. That is stunning. You when guys look great. When I put it on, I was like, I have to make sure this doesn't slip off because it wasn't sized <laughs> and it was mm-hmm. so big on my finger and I was yeah. also like shaking. Oh. Did you yeah. pick the design or Joe, did you pick it out? I picked it. I didn't pick anything. I gave him no guidance or advice. So he did really good. We didn't really have pre-conversations about engagement rings because we just didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah, Um, Serena was like, mm -hmm. no, I'd be shocked if we got engaged. (laughs) Surprise. And I'm still shocked four months later. (laughs) Yeah, because T and I were talking, we... I think expected Kenny and Mari and Marissa and Riley to get engaged. You were always like the one on the fence show. We knew how strong you two were together and how much you cared about her. But I don't think we expected you to actually get down on one knee. When was that moment that last day where it clicked and you're like, yep, I'm doing it. I'm getting that ring and I'm proposing to this woman. Yeah, well, I had said the whole time um, that I wouldn't leave unless I saw a real future with someone um so then when we get down to like the ending days and we separated after the fantasy suites i was like i truly think i'm going to spend the rest of my life with her so then i was like is it crazy to get engaged well sure it is i mean the idea (laughs) of getting engaged in a few weeks and on national television is crazy but the whole process isn't normal um and it's worked before and it's working again and it just felt right and it felt really um romantic so i did it it was so romantic too that it's so authentic and real and it's just the best freaking thing ever it makes my heart so warm oh thank you well that's you know that's what we're trying to do okay um I want to get into the last night, the fantasy suites and the engagement. But first, I want to take it back to the very beginning because, Joe, 
We knew Seems. you were going to go to paradise. We obviously didn't quite know how it was going to go the second time around for you. And even when I came down a week later, you were like, I was ready to leave at first. It was really tough. So take us back through, walk us through your mindset when you first arrived on paradise. Like what ultimately made you want to come back the second time around? So, yeah, I would say at to go on paradise, I thought, okay, well, I'm single. It worked before. Why not? I've been here before. It's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. I forget what it's like <laughs> to have to talk about your feelings and push yourself to have uncomfortable conversations and do all that. Like, I completely forgot what that was like. And to mm -hmm. see that same exact environment where you knew you had fell in love before is just the trippiest deja vu ever. Yes. Yeah, it really is. And I call it an ego. I was like, I know, I know everyone there. This is just going to be, this is going to be fun for me. I'm not mm -hmm. going to fall in love. Like it could happen, but it probably won't. And then as soon as I got down there, it all came, you know, flooding back. And I'm like, oh yeah, this does work <laughs> and this could work. And then my conversation with Serena, I remember like being so flustered and thinking, I could fall for this girl. Mm -hmm. And I know what it's like to fall for somebody on this show because it's not, it's not an easy road. It's not just, it's going to be smooth sailing. So um, yeah, I panicked. I day day one, you thought that was Serena first day? Day one. Yeah. Day one. That's why I, that's why I was so flustered. If you see in the interviews of me, like I should have cut my hair. Why didn't I cut my hair? <laughs> All the nonsense was really because I, um, I knew it could potentially work with her and I was trying to get out of there. Mm -hmm. And it did work. And it, it did work. Baby. Look at that. Yeah, it did. Not only is the ring huge, but your smiles, you guys, you are both just glowing. Um, Joe, I want to ask you this because I think you and I had a similar mindset where we went in. We're like, we're going to have fun. We're going to have, you yeah. know, hot girl, hot boy summer. Enjoy it. I don't think either one of us expected to fall like we did or have those strong emotions for somebody else, especially you right away. Do you kind of compare? Okay. I've always heard people say this, like when they have a baby and they go into labor, obviously it's probably the most painful experience they could ever go through. But then once they have that baby, they're like, Oh, it was the best thing I've ever done. You kind of forget the pain and you just look at like the beauty of what it is. Is that kind of, would you say your mindset going in of like, you looked at the shiny, positive sides and then once you're done there you're like oh shit this really could hurt again yeah a hundred percent i actually did it we did it yesterday where i looked at an old bachelor in paradise photo i said it was so easy being back there but during it it really wasn't and that's mm -hmm. definitely what i did and i i would also say becca you and i are very similar in why i think it the process does work for us because it only really works when you completely let go mm -hmm. and you just you just let go and you let it happen mm -hmm. um and I did that right away, as you yeah. saw in the first episode of me freaking out. Right. I think when you go in with no expectations, like I think some people go in and they're like, I'm going to find my partner. I'm going to get engaged. I'm going to get that ring and all the things. And that's where sometimes it goes wrong because there's so much pressure. And so, yeah, when you kind of just let go and let it be and take it day by day, that's when you're very pleasantly surprised. Uh, speaking of expectations, Serena, when you came in, what were your expectations walking through the gates of paradise? Because obviously you made it very far on Matt season. So you knew that it worked to a certain extent, but what did you hope would be the outcome for you when you first stepped foot on that beach? 
I mean, I think I definitely went in optimistic. I was for sure feeling ready to enter a serious relationship. So I had that going for me, but there's obviously that skepticism. I mean, I felt that the environment of paradise, having that unlimited time, getting to talk to all these people, like the structure of it was probably a little bit more up my alley than maybe the structure of The Bachelor was. Mm -hmm. Um, And as much as it didn't work for me on The Bachelor, I did make it far enough that I was like, this could work for me. Um, But yeah, I kind of just went in with an open mind. Like I was like, you know what, if I leave single and I don't find my person, that's okay. And if I find someone and I really fall for them, then amazing. That'll be, that'll be great too. But you can't really predict how it's going to go until you get down there and you start meeting people and actually seeing if there's someone that you have that connection with. Cause I, I really don't think you can force anything. Mm-hmm. Well, so we obviously know just talking to Joe right now that he was smitten with you. He was, I would say caught off guard with how he felt right away in that connection. Did you feel that right away after talking with him too? Or did you need some more time, some more conversations to feel that spark with him? Choose your words. I definitely felt it right away. I mean, I would say it took us a couple of days, like after our first one-on-one date is I think when we were both like, whoa, this mm-hmm. could really be something. But after our first conversation, I was very smitten. Like, I think I said in multiple interviews, like I've talked to so many people today. There's so many great guys here, but Joe's the one that gives me butterflies. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, but he gives me that like giddy, nervous, excited feeling that I want to have that yeah, I hadn't had in a really long time until I talked to him. And it's so ironic because he was so flustered and just freaking out during her first conversation. But I found it so endearing and just very genuine. Mm-hmm. But I used was that. It? I used that to my benefit. I knew what I was doing. You're right. It was, it was all <laughs> it was master plan. Yeah. It wasn't, but to an extent, to an extent, to an extent. Look, I would say you were just... You were just yourself. Yeah. Like you weren't pretending you were fine when you were freaking out. You were just like, I'm freaking out and I'm being awkward. And that's who you are as a person. Yeah, that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know how to, yeah, yeah. And you just own it. With some sort of strategy. Is that okay? I kind of want to, but just go. Just <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, Serena, I said this ass home night one. For you? <laughs> it was not. It was definitely not the socks with the sandals. I will say that right <laughs> now. No, okay. It's okay. a staple. I love first it. of all, the socks and the sandals. <laughs> Not my favorite. The first night, the first day, I cut my foot on a rock. So then my foot was rubbing up against the sandal and it was making it very uncomfortable. But then besides that, okay, the one night when we said we were falling in love with each other and I wore the long socks and the sandals, that night I took a really nice shower. I was really comfortable and I just wanted to feel like I was back at home and the side my my feet were finally dry so the socks pulling them up with the sandals and i just felt like tonight i'm going to relax um it's going to be a nice night i had something really sweet planned for serena and i'm going to feel like i'm in my living room opposed to on a beach and how did that work out for you it worked it worked i think it did yeah serena took the lead it's fine (laughs) you're right i so apparently he was doing something right. Yeah. Serena, when you saw him walk down with those socks, did you, was there any part of you that was like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't tell him I'm falling in love with him in this moment? <laughs> I mean, no, but I didn't know I was going to say it. Like there was no, and it was very in the moment, but I mean, I wouldn't say the socks and sandals helped you. In <laughs> you know, that was funny too. That was, I didn't know she was going to say it either. I was truly surprised when she said it. Yeah, there was definitely like a couple beats of silence where he was just like, really? No way. Yeah. And I was like, 
Yeah. <laughs> when yes. he said it back and you were shocked too, you mm-hmm. could tell that was a sincere, real moment. And it was so special to watch. I've said that about 10 times already, but it was so oh, special to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was definitely special for us to watch back because that was a huge moment for us and obviously super romantic with the setup and everything like that. And I didn't know I was going to say it as much as I knew I was feeling it. So when it came out, it was like spur of the moment. I was crazy nervous to tell him because I genuinely didn't know what he was going to say. But I kind of just came to terms with like, if he doesn't say it back, I took the risk. I, I put myself out there and he knows how I feel. And it was just, like it was just awesome. You yeah. said it back. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate using the word awesome, but that's just I was so super, <laughs> super, just super, super awesome, amazing. Um, but it was it was it was really romantic. It was a big moment. Uh, yeah, and it was a it was very much a real life moment. It felt because you know when you're on these shows, there is a lot that um, you know. It's not that the show's set up, but you like set up the moment, or you go in there knowing a little bit of what you're going to say. And like, it was just really like, whoa, this is shocking, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What I love about you too. And Serena, you, I think you had alluded to this in something you said last night after you got engaged of like, you two are some of the most logical people on that beach. And I think with, for me as a friend and as a viewer, you guys had this great balance of logic and being real Versus like you also are not versus, but like combined with this romance. And I feel like even though you were both kind of unsure of where you were at feeling wise, you always still landed on the same page and still supported each other. And you were always there, whether you knew it like right at the moment or not, um, you both had this safe place to land with each other, which Joe, I mean, when you say like, it was just real, like we felt that because like just the shock and the awe and the excitement that you both shared in those little moments, not only when you were saying you're falling in love with each other, but when you're actually in love with each other, which Serena props to you, girl, for always beating him to the punch. I'm proud of you for that one. Thanks. I really just lost my filter a couple times this season. Apparently, <laughs> That's what happens when you fall in love. It's just like word vomit and you just like, can't keep it, you know, pent up. Um, I want to know, and and this is something that T and I touched on in the recap, is there's not only with you two, but with other couples on the beach, there's been such a conversation around the age difference between some of the couples. Is that something that has ever bothered you? It seems like from, from my standpoint, it hasn't, but I'm sure those are conversations you two have had, but it wasn't something ever in the back of your mind where like, oh, this is weird, or are you just like, it's good, it's okay. I think that the age difference is we've had different perspectives on it. Like it hasn't phased you at all, even from the beginning. No, uh, I'm almost, I'm also very youthful. Um, I, would, I, that's, I, I think I am. Yeah. So it doesn't really bother me at all. Joe, you, you are youthful, but you're like this, you have this youth, like in a grandpa's like curmudgeon body sometimes, I think. Yeah. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> it's the, really, it's really the accent. In a grandpa's curmudgeon body? What the fuck is that supposed to mean? That's, there's no sure. way that's a compliment. I have a, I have a, I have a, a body like an 18-year-old. No, I, I would say, honestly, age really is just a number, and it is a maturity thing. And the way Serena handled um, my ex coming to the beach in such a mature way. And if I found it extremely attractive um, and I would say I am somewhat immature. So I think it like matches up perfectly. 
Personally. I was going to say I'm 12. So <laughs> you guys are great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would say I've never dated someone 11 years older than me. I never expected to. I don't know if in outside of paradise, that's something I would have felt maybe comfortable doing, but paradise really kind of gives you the opportunity to put those details aside. And you're really just spending all this time together. Like age really does become just a number. Mm-hmm. On the way back from the hotel, after we got shut down, I remember you thinking, I'm going to have to tell my parents I'm with a man that's 12 years older <laughs> than me. What am I going to tell my parents? And I'm like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely a part of one of many conversations I had with them. Mm-hmm. Which I do want to get into. Cause you did make a comment last night after, after you were already engaged, where you're like, my parents are going to kill me. How, and we'll get into all of the details of the engagement, but how has it been? Joe, I'm assuming you've met them now and have they embraced this relationship or are they still kind of waiting to see how you guys handle the real world? You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I did, I have met them. They're lovely people. Um, they're also very logical, real world people. So I, I think it's I think it's hard to completely understand it when you when you've never gone through something like this. So, you know, I'm just like, you know, we're here for you. I get it. Like, I don't expect them to open me with open arms like we love you. You don't know me. So I think it's all it's gonna take time, and I respect that. Um and I, I just told them, like, I love your daughter. You know, there's really not much more to it than that. But like, you That's know. That's all they could want. As yeah. Parents. Yeah. I think my parents definitely see that I'm happy. I'm in love. I know they're going to grow to love Joe also. Um, but yeah, just like you said, they're very logical, practical people. And I think when they envisioned me getting engaged, they expected to be a bigger part of it, as you typically would be in you know, the real world, I guess you could call it. Mm -hmm. Um, But so yeah, it it was a shock for sure when we told them, Um, but they are so loving and so supportive. And yeah, it's just going to take a little time for them to get used to, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's one thing being able to meet, you know, because you guys were in hiding for these past couple of months. It's been a while since you've actually gotten engaged. And so it's one thing to be living kind of in this limbo world where you can't go out in public, you can't even say his name in public, your parents can't say his name. So I think now is when your relationship truly starts where the families can meet and you can walk down the street together and they can see you and how you treat each other in real life, which I think is really important, which is really special. I mean, coming from somebody who's gone through it now, like it, th- this is the moment where it's like, it, it begins to feel real. And it, it's like, this is the special time where you're like, okay, we can actually start our life now. Um, yeah. We're so excited. I'm so excited. Like, what's what's the I first thing? I just want to get out of hiding. I want to go to a restaurant. Like, this is the highlight of the last couple months. You know, oh, that was a good part of the episode, too, when you were like, we just want to go eat together and mm-hmm. go to the grocery store and do normal things. Yeah. It's so weird how abnormal those things seem in that environment. But those are special day-to-day things you're going to have to do forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I just keep saying, like, we didn't do anything in a wrong order we just did things in a different order so it's like you take all these huge steps first um and now it's like we're backtracking a little bit and it's like okay like let's go out on a date night that's something we haven't been able to do Mm -hmm. you get to actually order a bottle of wine in front of a random person that you've never (laughs) met before and you can actually say his name and be like this is my fiance (laughs) is it weird for you to to have bypassed 
the boyfriend and girlfriend phase and just go straight into fiance? That's not as weird because I felt like that's not as weird for for whatever reason. It, It is weird. I would say the only thing is I always expected to live with my fiance before I had gotten engaged. So I think that would be the only thing, but we have spent, like you said, we spent so much time in quarantine that we know what it's like to live in an apartment together at this, at this oh, point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I feel like as much as it sounds bizarre, you go through the boyfriend, girlfriend stage on the beach yeah. and it's just, it's I, condensed into such a short amount of time, but it's like a really intense amount of time where you almost feel like you do go through those steps and you just get to engagement significantly faster than you would not in paradise but i mean i do feel like we went through that stage like i do too yeah yeah i do i that's why i'm like like i definitely i agree with you becca when you say like this is the time where it really starts to feel real um but this is all felt somewhat normal like our relationship has has felt like a normal normal is a strong word okay but uh, but then i don't have another word um, <laughs> normal's the only one in my head right now i want to go back because i have a question for serena but joe you had mentioned seeing serena in the atmosphere and dealing with the situation of your ex on the beach and kind of navigating that was uh, it attracted you more to her and how she handled that serena watching joe in his moments where you know he had confronted brendan and piper on their situation and chris on his situation uh, what did you feel seeing him take the lead in those moments yeah i mean i was there for the chris and alana situation um i was sick the night brendan piper went home so i did miss that i did get to watch that back with the rest of the viewers for the first time but i mean Joe has a friendship with Jasenia and he has a very close, strong friendship with Natasha. So I definitely admire him kind of taking charge and standing up for his friends. You know, two women got really hurt and he's not afraid to have those difficult conversations with people and be that kind of shoulder to lean on for those, for those women that got hurt. So I'm friends Mm -hmm. with those people as well. And I think that, you know, Chris and Alana and Brendan Piper leaving the beach gave Jasenia and Natasha the space to hopefully find love for themselves. You know, with, with those people, I, I like that. You know, that was when I look back at um, that whole situation. Uh, Chris and Alana, I do wish we would have handled a little better. I, I think we could have handled it um, not as intense, um, but it is what it is. The um, in the Brendan Piper conversation, it was really just kind of like, okay, there are two stories here, so like let's confront that because it's ruining a lot of people's time now because so much energy was put towards what's going on with Brendan and Piper, what's going on with Brendan and Piper that it was just like, okay, enough's enough. And yeah, Natasha is um, a real friend of mine, so um, to see her go through that was tough even though at the time i didn't really see all of it you know because i was Mm -hmm. also focusing on us Mm -hmm. you i mean you were focusing on a lot not only having to be there for your friends but focus on your relationship with serena also while dealing with navigating your ex on the beach and 
you know, dealing with those types of conversations and how you and Serena interact in front of her, which I can't even imagine that would have been, I mean, you guys went through the ringer in that. Um, and I applaud both of you for how you handled it and, and her as well. You all handled it so maturely in it's it's an uncomfortable, strange situation, but the way that the three of you all handled it, I think is the best way anyone could have. It had the best outcome. Um, I mean, especially for you two. Um, but was it hard for you to keep moving your relationship forward at all, knowing that Kendall was still there, seeing everything and, you know, kind of being like, okay, is she around to see this? Like, what was that mindset like? Like trying to progress your relationship forward while knowing she was still there. When Kendall had first got there, like I, I really meant what I said. I wouldn't have went to paradise if I wasn't over her. When she first got there, just because everything's so heightened in paradise, it just seemed so intense. Um, we also didn't sleep as much. So like that first moment, I was like, okay, this is going to be a little difficult. But truly, the next morning when I had breakfast with Serena, I was like, this isn't going to phase me at all. Like, this is my relationship that that's really all I care about right now. Um, I'm not an evil person. So I want to, if, if Kendall was upset, I was willing to be there for her and hear her out, but it didn't phase my relationship growing with Serena at all. I mean, I don't think so. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, it was definitely uncomfortable at times and there was an awareness of the situation um, and awareness of, you know, her feelings. But at the same time, I would say it sped up the progression of our relationship because it was such an intense situation right out of the gate that we really had to communicate through. So not only did it test our relationship and our commitment to each other, but it tested like, you know, if we were going through a difficult time as a team, yeah, it was really, we really actually worked very well. Like it was, it was nice. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. Like it really tested our strength as a team. And I think it, I know you said like the way I handled it made you more attracted to me and the way he handled it made me more attracted to him and just feel like I could trust him, feel more comfortable in the relationship. And yeah, I just felt like we had the skills to handle that. And that was going to translate into situations in the outside world. And that made me feel really confident in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Well, and it seemed like in those moments when you two would have conversations about it, I, I can imagine it would be easy to just focus on how you're feeling internally and why either one of you were hurt for your own individual specific reasons, but you we're always checking in on the other. Like one of the first things, Serena, you said uh, during the proposal when Joe told you that Kendall had walked down and, you know, surprised him that last day, your first reaction was, well, how are you doing? Like it wasn't you getting upset and being like, oh no, should I be here? Like, what was that conversation? It was just, Joe, how are, are you? you? Okay. Yeah. And yeah, and he yeah. does the same for you, which I think is something like you said, you are a team and you do have that support system in one another, which is something really incredible. Yeah, that's actually true. I kind of forgot I said that. Um, but I mean, I think when it came down to it, I felt confident in our relationship and I didn't think anything was going to come between us at that time. Um, and obviously he was the one that had the relationship with Kendall. It wasn't me. So I kind of felt like my role in all of that, as much as I wanted to be honest with him about how everything made me feel, um, was to support him in any way I could. That last, her coming down at the end, I thought was, I just... 
was like, okay, at this point, I don't really care what you have to say mm-hmm. <laughs> in like the nicest way possible. Like it, this is just not um, the time. Yeah. Right. You know. Well, and I can imagine for something so big as an engagement, you have your mind made up like that is set. And I would hope that nothing major would happen to sway that. So I think, you know, you guys were both very cordial and I think she just had to say what she had to say. But at the end of the day, you were very still zoned in on what you were there to do in that moment. And that was to ask Serena to spend the rest of your lives together. Um, The night before though, obviously you guys went into the fantasy suites and Joe, you made a comment the next morning saying waking up, the day after the fantasy suites that you would probably be very in your head about what's to come and the engagement the next day. But with Serena, you actually said that you felt more at peace and calm. So what was, I guess, what was the catalyst for making you feel so calm and just safe with her? Yeah. And I, I also would say because of that feeling, that was a big reason why um, I did get down on one knee um, because Ever since since Serena and I said we were falling in love with each other, there was like this calming, peace, very confident feeling I had about her and our relationship. Um, and I don't know exactly what it is, and I don't know if people are, are meant to be with each other or whatnot, but I think, um, not to sound corny or, or a cliche, but I think it was just real love, and I... I was shocked that it did happen so fast. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's why I felt that way. And she beat you to the punch for the second time mm-hmm. saying, I love you. That's yeah. my girl. And then I won up her ass. <laughs> so, I mean, it was know, very she said cute. a couple things. In the I, episode, I you said, it's my knee. turn. Yeah. I'm doing this first. Yeah. Right. So yeah. She even said to me at the end, she goes, did, did you just get engaged to me out of spite? <laughs> <laughs> so was I. I didn't have any other option. It's a win-win either way. Yeah. Serena, it all worked out. <laughs> Serena, I want to know from you because you said that you didn't expect him to get down on one knee and actually propose. So I'm assuming you went into that moment having Joe be like, I love you. You know, let's take this outside of paradise and see how we are in the real life and can continue this relationship. Would you have been fine with that? Like, is that what you, I'm assuming expected to happen? Yeah. So, I mean, from the conversations we had had, um, my expectation was we were going to go down be like, here's my final rose. Here's my final rose. We love each other. Let's get out of here. And that was kind of what we had agreed upon leaving each other after fantasy suites of like we're just such logical people gotcha yeah the shocker, <laughs> this all went down but i mean i think yeah like the logical thing to do was like this is crazy this is so fast like let's just you know do the step-by-step thing and we'll get engaged down the line um so he definitely caught me off guard but i mean one of my best friends was like it's actually so beautiful because you are so driven by logic in every part of your life and you clearly wanted to say yes to this proposal because if you didn't want to get engaged to him you wouldn't have said yes and i have absolutely no regrets to this day i'm, I'm glad we're engaged i'm glad i said yes so she's like it's really beautiful to see that this decision to be with joe and to be engaged with him was just so 
like emotionally driven. Like I got so emotional. We got down on one knee. I was so excited to say yes. I was obviously in complete shock, but I mean, I knew he was the one. It wasn't like I hadn't already imagined, you know, one day us getting engaged. We just, you know, he jumped the gun a little sooner than we planned. But <laughs> I, I also think I also think every couple or everyone that goes on the show should, if they really love the person, should be okay if there isn't an engagement and it's just, hey, let's leave as a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, because like if if Serena was like, either we get engaged or this is all. I'd be like, wow, um, that's, I don't know about, I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know where I'm going with this. Well, <laughs> it, it, sounded, it sounded a lot better in my head. Well, no, I get what you're no, saying. I think for, because yeah. I mean, and you were a couple that really since the very first week hit it off and you were the strongest couple on that beach. I, I think it's different if you were in like a James and Anna situation where you had a date, you had this spark, this initial connection, but obviously you don't know each other for very long. So of course you're probably not going to leave together. Um, but for somebody like you two who had spent so much time together, and I don't think people realize how much time you truly spend together. I know everyone's like, oh, it's only been, you know, a couple of weeks, but it's like you were together day in and day out dealing with things that you probably wouldn't in normal daily life um, and trying to navigate how you would navigate those things uh, on a beach uh, in very, very stressful, hard situations. And so it just, you know, formed your, your, I would say it kind of sped up. It like put your relationship in a microwave in a way, which obviously helps because it got you to where you are now. Um, oh man, I was going to ask you something about that last day. Oh, Serena, this is what I wanted to say. You, I think gave one of my favorite moments in an interview ever where watching you two exchange your, I love you's and your sentiments to one another. It got both me and Tia choked up at times and gave us the chills, but you gave an interview where you uh, you were talking and then you kind of stopped and started crying and you were like, I didn't think I would feel this way. I didn't think I would get here. And the fact that like I'm allowing myself to feel all these things for him, it was just a really beautiful moment. It was one of the most beautiful interviews and words that I've ever seen anyone on the show express. And so, you know, I can imagine what it's like having you two be together sitting side by side watching all of this unfold watching what you two are saying about each other behind the scenes what has that been like because you've obviously had conversations face to face not only while you were on the beach but also outside of that but there's still so much that you don't know what was said about one one another in your itms and in different interviews so what has that been like to be able to watch that um now together I mean, it's not normal by any means, but I would I would say it's like really romantic. I mean, Joe and I would say don't like profess our love for each other every single minute of every single day as much as, you know, we know that we love each other. So watching it back and remembering that time in our relationship where we're falling in love and seeing, you know, us behind the scenes talking about each other, just kind of expressing our feelings like, yeah, it's it's, it's weird a- in a good way. It's a gift. It's one of the gifts of of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Have Have either of you said anything? And this is probably more for Serena. Uh, said anything that has pissed each other off? Um, 
I don't think so. Okay. We are going to play very soon a newly engaged game, but I do want to know what's next for the two of you because, you know, Serena, you live in Canada. Joe, you live... You live in Chicago, which doesn't make things easy. So what what's planned for the two of you, you know, short term and long term? Um, sure. So I would say, well, we have to figure out where we're going to live together um, right away. Not right away, but I have a lease that's up in April um, and we had talked about it. So we are either going to possibly try New York together or split time between Chicago and Toronto um, for the time being. That's what we're going to do is split time f- for from Chicago and Toronto. Um, and But that's going to be our next big step would be moving in together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of just whatever makes sense for us in a couple months, both personally and professionally. So we both love New York. It's kind of a bit of like a neutral space where we're both making sacrifice to be there. Um, but Toronto and Chicago are both great cities too. So, you know, we don't have kids at the moment so it's pretty easy and with our lifestyle lifestyles to travel back and forth so we're like maybe we get place in chicago place in toronto and we do 50 50 i know mm-hmm. our families would probably like that option but yeah. we got a we got a little bit of time what's nice is we're um an hour away from every place we just mentioned which mm-hmm. makes it a lot nicer mm-hmm. yeah nice. ideally um the east coast is where i would like to stay okay yeah. Oh, I love that. I I have a feeling I already know how you both will answer this, but long-term or short-term engagement? I mean... Do you want me to answer? I would say mid-range. Yeah, that would be my answer too. Mid-range on the longer side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like we're not rushing down the aisle, but I mean, we definitely feel confident in the fact that we want to be together. Right. Yeah, I mean, in, enjoy this moment. Your lives are about to change. There's just something now where doing life as a couple, you know, because you were on the show and Bachelor Nation as a whole is just has such a big fan base. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be intense. Um, so just really soak it in and, and enjoy it. These are the good yeah, days. Yeah, it'd be nice to just take a breath, date, live together, and then marriage will come down the line. All right. So it's not bachelor happy hour without our games. You know, we love to have our games. So it's going to be a series of questions and you just both have to answer who in the relationship it applies to. So to start, uh, who initiated your first kiss? Me. I did. No, (laughs) no, I, I I baited you into it. I baited you into it. You did. You did not, yeah, no. I no. did beat you into it because I baited you into it by bringing you down there. Bringing me down to the day bed? Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm going to kiss you. No, well, you did. <laughs> no, because I was laying there and I was like, I who do you think is going to be the first couple to kiss tonight? And yeah. And I was like, want it to be us? And I was like, I do. Let's make out. Okay. She got you. The move. She got you, Joe. Cleaned it. I I'll love this. I leaned in. This should be in. such a simple game. And, and the fact that I hope every question is like this like you guys are already the cute bickering couple okay next one who's the better cook uh i would have to say me yeah i'd have to go me on that one i would go you on some dishes but he overcooks chicken every time we make it because he's terrified of salmonella poisoning Mm. so we've been eating dry chicken Mm. but you are a good cook and you watch a lot of food shows you're very knowledgeable about food so i'll give you that thank you (laughs) compromise i'll take it who is more romantic Oof, I'd have to Joe. go me on that one, too. Yeah, it yeah. looks like this is all going to be me. I yeah. definitely <laughs> don't think that's the case. You're two for three. I love Who's this. more stubborn? 
Serena. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, yeah, I'm surprised by that. Yeah, I'm I am too. Stubborn too, though. We're both pretty stubborn. We're both stubborn, but good at compromise. I know that's like a contradiction, but yeah, but I would say that's that's that holds true. I like that. Yes, it's because he loves you. Who is more messy? Oh, oh, Joe. Serena, yeah. No, are you? I, cl- I am so neat. I am so neat. So type A. You are, you're clean. Like your apartment always smells good and it's clean, but you leave stuff everywhere. There's an empty surface. Joe finds a way to fill it with a hoodie or a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. It's, like I think his it's, closet is not, it's his whole apartment. It's his closet. I think it's well, a guy thing. I understand. No, I do it too. But it's okay because I'm, I'm organized so I can help you. Sure. No, you are clean. You are. Thanks. I'll give you that. Yeah. You. Who's the funny one? Oh, I mean, I, I, I don't think really that's really a question. Oh. You know? <laughs> you know? We both think we're very funny. Yeah. So. I, it comes natural for me, but yeah, I would say me. <laughs> I miss being with you two so much. Oh my gosh. I want to just fly to Canada too. and hang out with you. Okay. Between the two of you, who spends more money? Joe. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, like way more money. On Joe, what? On clothes, on beauty products, on socks. Socks <laughs> and sandals. Food. I have, I have, I, that's probably my biggest downfall in life is I am a bad spender. I, I feel just, like I've last time been... on Paradise, you had like Gucci shoes and all this Gucci oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't see any whore. of that this time. He's a full blown brand whore. No, I, I, I've, I've taken it easy on the brands, um, but I definitely spend money on um, enjoying my myself uh, <laughs> probably too much. If he's spending it on me, I'm not going to complain about it. Who's the planner between the two of you? Most mm. big planner, yeah, to be I, honest. I'm also, I, I do things sporadically. Um, but I also plan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say we're both we're both planners. We're definitely both planners. I mean, honestly, we've had so much time sitting doing nothing that like all we do is sit and plan. Like, where do we want to go on our first trip? And where do we want to go for our first dinner? I would say Joe's definitely more spontaneous than I am, though. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who is more competitive? I'm not really a competitive person. It's just you're lying to everyone right now. <laughs> Serena's face. Yes, I think you're competitive. I disagree. And I'm not. I'm, you think I'm a competitive person? It's not a bad thing. This is a great I example. A bad, I don't think it's a bad thing. I I just think that, okay, maybe, yeah. I'll, I don't know. Who do you think is more competitive? Me? I don't really neither find you to be like, a super competitive yeah, person I guess neither either. of us are crazy competitive. So we're more chill, you know? Who takes up more of the bed? Um, I'd say we're... We are proportioned very well together on a bed. Yeah. You sleep in the no, middle? No one really. I hog the covers and he snores a little bit and moves around a lot. But like, we're like cuddle in the middle and then separate to each other's sides mm-hmm. and then see you in the morning kind of people. I feel like I know the answer to this one, but who takes longer to get ready? I'd say we're both, we actually both get ready pretty quick. Um, yeah. I probably mean, Serena because she's got to put makeup on if we want to go out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like I have more hair to work yeah. with and more makeup, but... Joe changes his outfit like six times. So well, we saw it before the podcast started. That's false. (laughs) (laughs) Who is more likely to cry on your wedding day? Oh, me, hands down. I'll be a mess. I mean, I was a mess the entire day leading up to the engagement. I didn't even know I was getting engaged. So, (laughs) yeah, you gonna cry on our wedding day? No, I hope not. I hope so. He will. I think one one to seven tears will be shed. 
wouldn't you, I'll tell you what, it wouldn't shock me at this point. No, are you a crier? Do you cry? Ah, you know, every time I say I don't, I find myself crying somewhere. So, <laughs> no, I don't think I'm a big crier. Uh, uh, I, I would say I'm somewhat of an, uh, I'm pretty in, t- in tune with my emotions, but I wouldn't say I'm a crier. Okay, last question. Who is always right? Uh, me. Me. Okay. <laughs> well, we actually agree on a lot so that makes it very simple but we do both think we're always right mm-hmm. i get it all right you two that is the end of the game this is the end of your paradise chapter if you will i can't wait to see where the rest of your life takes you both thanks so much for having us guys this is our first interview that we've done this has been a lot of fun thank you joe uh can you plug us tell us where you can find us oh yeah so you can find me um at joe Mobley one on instagram you could hear me host a lovely podcast at clickbait um you can find me on i i now have tiktok i have seven followers <laughs> Um, that is Joe Mobley. Okay, Joe, I love you. Shut, Joe shut up. <laughs> underscore Mobley one. You can find me on Twitter at Mobley Joe and play your sauce. My sauce Sundays at Joe.com. Which is delicious, by the way. That's this is the content people need. Yeah, yeah Sundays with wait, is it Sundays, Sundays with Joe with Joe.com? Sundays with Joe. Sundays with Joe. And Serena? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Serena underscore pit, I believe. TikTok and Twitter is the same. So All make right. it nice and simple for you guys. You two, go enjoy your life. Go out, go be merry, go shout this from the rooftops. Congratulations. And we love you both so, so much. Thank you. This has been, this has been a blast. Oh my gosh. That was such... <laughs> they are just the funniest couple to me. I love them both so much. I'm glad that we were able to have them on today. Same. I'm so glad we had them. They're just the cutest, sweetest. It's very rare for things to make me emotional on this franchise anymore, but they do it. Mm-hmm. And you know, so sweet. like just having them on, we saw them firsthand for that month that we lived with them. Just such a great, inspiring, cute, respectful relationship. But just having them on now, you can just see such a change of how much more they know each other, how much more they love each other. Just the banter back and forth is something so incredible to see. So, I mean, Tia, all I got to say is we better get invites to that wedding one day. No joke. I'm <laughs> so ready for some bachelor weddings. Oh, yeah. It's been it's been a while. So, uh, you know, one of these three couples, come on, let's hop on it. We need, we need a good party. <laughs> Tia and I were at the last one together, <laughs> drinking way too much tequila at the bar, and we need this again. So, um tia i have had such a blast having you on the podcast for these past few weeks please come back anytime this is kind of sad it is kind of sad i know (laughs) well i'm gonna see you soon i'm gonna be in nashville very soon so i'll see you but this has been um, so fun it's been such a such a blast just the fact that we were able to not only live through that but then be able to recap it together it's something I think that's never been done in a Bachelor podcast before. So I just feel really lucky, really grateful that you were by my side the entire time. I could not have done any of it without you. I absolutely love you. Thank you so much for having me. I know I don't talk very much, but you're really great at what you do. <laughs> no, you <laughs> do. The way, you honey. Do. I like to be your support. I'll be there any day well, for you. Well, you know what? Here, I'm going to give you some prep because this is your last Bachelor Happy Hour podcast. It might not be your last podcast ever. So Tia... <laughs> 
please do the honors of closing out the show today. Make sure to hit us up on social at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram, at Batch Nation on Twitter, and Bachelor Nation on Facebook. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you're listening right now. Thanks, everyone. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's that's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart.